What can I say about Dr. Amber Lida? She was so warm, fun, and knowledgeable regarding the world of online counseling. Our conversation was just uh, just a breath of fresh air. And I have to tell you, I named her the mother of online counseling because she has provided such a wealth of information to our profession. From her extensive research to her online courses, she truly eliminates the excuses of why you can't move your business forward in this world of technology. And after listening to this interview, your fear and anxiety should decrease and you should have even more faith in yourself to believe that you can create a life for yourself where you allow technology to help you expand your vision in ways you probably never thought you could. So dare to dream and be inspired as you listen to the conversation I had with the incomparable Amber Lida. Mommy, can we talk about technology? Sure, Ava. Welcome to Therapy and Technology, where we host the conversation surrounding technology and how it's integrated into the counseling profession. So I coined your your title as the mother of online therapy. <laughs> I said she is doing such amazing work. And I was like, I have to have a conversation with her. Who who is Amber Lida? <laughs> well, I, I really like this mother of online therapy thing. I feel like I do feel like a mama bear, very protective of my peeps who are, yeah. who are online therapy so that's fitting I you know I am just a therapist who went the traditional route like I think most of us do and landed in um, agency work cushy agency work because I worked for a university counseling center but got really fed up with the amount of time that I was commuting the amount of time I was working the ceiling on the salary I could make and somebody else telling me how I could do my therapy, you know, Mm -hmm. short-term models and things like that. And um, I've always been pretty optimistic and go-gettery. So I've got less and less happy in the confines of a traditional job. I got more and more willing to try out new things. And that's expanded with online therapy. And you created this this entire community for online therapy and did you have the same support? Because this is a very supportive community you built on Facebook. Do you have the same type of support? Or do you remember having the same type of support when you were coming out with your online therapy coming out? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want to sing, I'm coming out. <laughs> um, no, I didn't because I just didn't know anyone else who was doing it full time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Carol Pulley, who founded iTherapy, she and I had talked like a decade beforehand when she started that company. And so I really leaned on her to help me figure out some of the basic stuff. And then I built a community because I didn't have one. And I thought, well, this is a lot to figure out. Maybe we can figure it out together. Right. How, how long has your community been up and running? It's been a few years now, which is crazy. Yeah. And when did you start? Because it seems like, you know, people are just now figuring out who is Dr. Amber Lida? You know, she's everywhere. And, and so, but um, you've been doing this for a while, but it just seems like out of, and I was just talking to a colleague about this. It's like this wave is happening and technology yeah. is like bursting through the seams right now in our field. When did you actually start this journey for your online work? 
Wow. So I started thinking about an online practice over a decade ago. I was living in Boone, North Carolina at Appalachian State University, and I was seeing clients graduate. These were clients that I just adored. I treated a lot of people with complex trauma. They were graduating. Most of them were going to stay in the state. And I wanted to be able to keep seeing them and they wanted to be able to keep seeing me. And we just didn't have a mechanism to do that. Mm. And um, it was upsetting. And I thought this is, this is so dumb that they would need to transition to some new person, start all over. And it's complicated work. So I started thinking way back then that it would be really, really cool to be able to do this. And at that time, Carol Pulley was working at the same university and we started talking about it and she just jumped into it and she established her company. At the time, it felt too new and scary to me. I was like, the law doesn't say anything about it. My (laughs) ethics codes doesn't say anything about it. I don't know what to do. And I was just too scared. And then almost a decade later, I was like, all right, girl, you got to, you got to get going here. You're missing out on life. Right. So (laughs) this is a funny part of the story. So I Google search like online therapy just to see like, how do I even get started? Mm -hmm. And the first thing that came up was eye therapy. I had totally forgotten that Carol was associated (laughs) with eye therapy. I called them, talked to her. Her husband had no clue that it was her husband. I was like, yeah, yeah, sign me up. (laughs) <laughs> and then I find out all these years later, like, hey, this is the person I talked to about it in the very beginning. Wow, that is amazing. And you, <laughs> said, you said a key term there, and which is one of the reasons why this podcast was even kicked off, be- scared therapists. Uh, yes. <laughs> there are yes. so many people scared to jump into this. What would you True. say? What do you say to the scared person who's like, like by the book ethics, I'm not losing the license I worked all these years for. What do you say to that therapist? <laughs> I say, girl, I am neurotic, just like you. And if I can do it, you can do it. And I've already researched all the stuff right. <laughs> that shortcuts for you. Right. <laughs> I mean, like I was doing empirical literature reviews. I have PDFs highlighted. I have read, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Right. So if somebody neurotic as me can do it, then it can be done and it can be done safely and ethically and legally. So then it is safe to say that you definitely earned this uh, title of mother of online therapy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, so what, what challenges, which, you know, is a perfect segue, you know, because it is scary for a lot of people to jump into online therapy. Uh, and I just literally pushed half of my entire practice online because I'll, I'll be yeah. relocating. And uh, part of my courage to, to really jump in was this actual community community you built. And so um, what were some of the challenges you faced in the beginning? You know, the things that frightened me the most. And it's what I hear from new folks too. It's really just two things. One is what happens if my client goes into crisis and we're online? Mm. And that one turns out to be such an easy question to answer. If you just think about, okay, well think through what you would do in person. And Mm. as it turns out, none of us actually tackle our clients in the office to prevent them from doing something that would hurt themselves or somebody else. Right. And so as it turns out, you can do all the same things that you would do for them online as you would do in person, but it does require thinking it all through ahead of time and planning ahead of time, you know, just making sure you have 
the right contacts, that you understand what the involuntary hospitalization process is in their county, because it's different by county and by state, sometimes mm -hmm. even by city. Right. So it does require more thinking at the, at the beginning, at the outset, but it's no different than what you would do if you were doing an in-person practice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This thing is sort of related. Um, and this was actually a much bigger hurdle for me, which is we're doing everything online and HIPAA security is crucially important to protect our clients. Yes. Yes. So how do we make sure that we're covering all the bases? And it really is worth doing trainings on HIPAA. I use a lot of um, person-centered text website to make sure that I'm really dotting my I's and crossing my T's. But I did enough research on it. And then I wrote my informed consent, which is 10 plus pages long, just to make sure I covered all my bases. And now I sell it to other people so that they don't have to spend the amount of time that I did. Yes. But if you really think about things ahead of time, there are workarounds for any possible hazard. And HIPAA is really there to help you and your client. It doesn't have to be a big, scary thing mm -hmm. if you really understand it. Absolutely. So, so uh, therapists should be picking up documents and reading and they should be going to your website to pick, pick up the uh, packet if they don't want to spend the hours and, and years you spent in the research to develop that informed consent and just purchase, purchase it to make sure all their I's are dotted and their T's are crossed in the beginning if they're that scared. Absolutely. And if you don't want to purchase it, just go to the website and you, you can go to the informed consent part. And I actually have an outline of what I have included there. That's just for free. So okay. you can just look at it. And if you're like, girl, I don't want to spend a hundred bucks on your 10 page informed consent. I just want to look at an outline. I'll write my own. You can totally do that. Right, right. Okay. Wow. That's some, you have a lot of resources, Amber, on your website. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. There's so much stuff on here. Um, <laughs> tell us a little bit more about some of the products you, you developed for therapists looking to go into this direction. Well, I think the first place anybody should start is just to hop into the online therapist group, which is a free group. There are over a hundred training videos there that are absolutely free. Mm -hmm. They're easy to pop in and watch and you can get almost everything you need there. I have a free little get it going um, checklist that is also available through the group. And it literally takes you step by step through all the things that you need to do to set up your practice and then gives you shortcuts to the stuff that's hard to find. Like it is very difficult to find what your state regulations are about telehealth and this document, which I didn't create, um, it was created by Epstein, somebody or other, Epstein Becker Green. Yes. Um, it's a fantastic document. And it goes through every single state by every single mental health profession and tells you what that state says about telemental health. Right, right. And what are your, your classes for? So I saw two, um, you know, I, I believe it was two products you you had that really looked like they were just really specifically for the therapist who wants more support on a personal level. What was yeah. that? Mm -hmm. So twice a year, I run a course called Step-by-Step Step and all the things startup guide to your online private practice. And it's an eight week course and mm -hmm. it's going to be starting up again in about six weeks. And it just takes people, it's, it's, a, it's a live course. So you, every single week you get a new lesson, then we meet in Facebook and do a, a live, and then we meet for Q and A's in a different format so that we can all see each other. 
And we work through every single foundational piece they need to start their online private practice so that they can, you know, open that waiting room door, feeling really confident, feeling like they have all their pieces in place. And then we do a little bit of marketing throughout the course so that they also have clients, you know, hopefully waiting for them when they open that virtual waiting room door. Right, right. And And then the second course mm -hmm. that's coming out is a marketing course because (laughs) the group members are like, great, great. We have everything set up. Now we need to get the clients. So that's coming out soon as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, that's something that we're all waiting for. That's going to be great. Um, And so for do you offer any coaching? I do. I do coaching and consulting. I really try to give as much away as either free or cheap as I can, because I don't want people to have to need a higher ticket item like coaching or consulting. But sometimes what happens is people get all the things in place, but they're just stuck. Something's happening and they're not being able to convert potential clients into actual clients or there's just some stuck point. And that's a really good time to set up coaching or consulting because we can usually work through those pretty quickly. Right, right. You are just such a wealth of information. And thank you for understanding the counselors end as well, uh, who is terrified to jump into this. You're so supportive. You encourage people. I I see people every day, like jumping off this ledge saying, I'm into online therapy. And it's amazing (laughs) to watch. Uh, And so let's let's go into the people who are now listening so we're going to end with this because this can be like a three-hour conversation but Mm -hmm. if if you if the person who is the therapist is listening to us right now having this conversation and they're on the fence about whether they're going to go on to online therapy you know the risk what what would you finally say to them I would say if it's neurotic worry, let it go because I'm more neurotic than you are and I've (laughs) I've tested it all out. So you can just let that part go. Yes. It's something more like you just don't know if you'll be able to connect with people in the same way. What I would suggest is taking on just one or two online clients and using as many free resources as you can to do that. Like use DoxyMe for your video or just use the, the lower cost items so that you can get your feet wet. Mm-hmm. And do a couple of sessions, maybe with clients that you pick up through Open Path or something like that, to see what it feels like. And if you're having trouble really feeling the same as you do in the room, let me help you troubleshoot what's getting in the way. Because honestly, when I'm meeting with my clients, I am feeling them the same way I do when we're in person and sometimes more. Right. So there's something, maybe your eye contact is misaligned or maybe... Um, You know, you're just not sure how to set things up so that you're really, really connecting with that person. And I do a lot of, how would I put this? I do a lot of talking out loud with my clients about the connection to make sure that it's really, really working. Like I I will say, hey, if it ever looks like I'm not looking at you in the eye, you need to tell me that. Right, (laughs) right. That has to be happening here. Yes. So we have those conversations I did my own therapy with a therapist who worked with me online. And then I saw a few clients almost as test cases. And that really sealed the deal for me. If, if I'm crying with my therapist and my therapy clients are crying with me, I'm going to say that it's working. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Amber, listen, thank you so much for 
you know, that all of this information, I'm going to put all of your contact information and all of your resources in our show notes. And uh, we are just so ecstatic about all of the things you have coming out. I, I believe I read up that you also are publishing some um, a, a book for uh, just people to help themselves even more. And we're excited about all of your stuff. We wish you the ultimate best because we need you. You are a pioneer. Uh, in this area of our field and I'm just glad I got to speak to you in the beginning stages and this is not even a beginning for you this is only the beginning this is only the beginning this is just so thank you thank you thank you and we will be so so what's the word I'm trying to find a word we're just excited just excited about all of the people that are jumping on this train and all all of the people who are really starting to embrace tech because now it's really infiltrating our field so we're going full steam ahead thank you Amber and thank you so much you the best thanks girl (laughs) you're welcome have a great day you too okay bye-bye Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, please rate, subscribe, and share with a friend. Take care.